Good morning. morning. Welcome to our Sunday service. Uh, Good to see everybody out. Uh, In the bulletin, of course, we've got homecoming next Sunday. And uh, 
the English family will be here to sing, and uh, Shane Smith will be to bring the message, and then we'll, as Sammy says, we'll eat afterwards. So come prepared for a good day of worship and uh, fellowshipping. Uh, I got a phone call one day this week. Uh, some man wanted to know what or when homecoming was at Persia, and I told him Sunday the 10th at 10 o'clock. He said, thank you, hung up. I didn't get a chance to ask who he was. Uh, but anyway, I checked the phone, and uh, it was a Kingsport. He was calling from Kingsport, so. Uh, uh, been anyway, I didn't have a chance to ask who he was, so he hung up and found out when and what time. So that will be uh, next uh, next Sunday. So look forward to that. I've got the uh, all the packet for the charge conference information, and we don't have ours until I believe it's November the 18th. So we got quite a bit of time to work on it. Uh, but we do need the nominating committee to be working with the people who uh, are uh, either going to be taking new jobs or keeping the one they got or whatever. So. Uh, we can turn that in and have it ready to go. Uh, I guess this is probably the letter everybody's been waiting on uh, from Rogersville Methodist Church. The Lord's Acre Sale, September the 30th. So that question, we've answered it. It's September the 30th. So I'll leave that here and post it. Uh, also, if you want to get a free book from the upper rooms, I'll leave that with you. Uh, anything else we need to uh, bring up? Uh, I guess uh, Lord's Acre Sale, I guess Kingsport District will be meeting next week. That will be their annual meeting if anyone wants to go to it. It's uh, at Mountain View Methodist Church on uh, Orbank Road in the Kingsport. Starts at 3 o'clock, so uh, I know that's the day of our homecoming, so, but I did put it in the bulletin so you'd know about it. Anything else we need to bring up or any corrections or anything we need to make? Well, as we go to the, our service and go to the Lord, uh, good to see Brenda back with us. I was out Friday visiting her. I missed uh, Bonnie and Peggy. I was up there about one o'clock, and uh, y'all were out catting around, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, I did miss you. Uh, but uh, anyone else need to lift up? Uh, Remember, yes, Brayden. Yeah, and what's the latest on him? Uh, He's still in ICU. They still got the ventilator and the. They did have a heart attack, right? No, a stroke. Stroke, okay, yeah. So let's remember him and uh, pray that uh, things work out good for him. Uh, other, uh, see, Ron, is it next week he has his teeth pulled? I think it's week Okay, anyway, Ron, what, he's having some problems with his teeth and we have to have some of them taken and pulled out so let's uh, remember him and uh, 
he goes through this uh, procedure. And Irene, you're still having your teeth worked on? You still, are you through yet? Okay, so uh, Irene's still having some teeth problem, having some surgeries and things, so remember her. Uh, are there others we need to? Uh, Just look? remember, Daddy's having it. Yeah. Uh, I just want when are they going to sing again? We have to pick them up to get them get up. Oh, yeah. But let's remember uh, Eddie's uh, request there and uh, pray for them. Robin Burton. Robin Burton. Dose of Duke, so uh, yeah. remember Peggy and of course Harry too. Uh, he has to stay overnight, so it's two days. Things are going to be a test. Okay, so let's remember, <clears throat> remember this need. Others? John Francis is not here this morning. Yeah, anything? Let's remember Francis and John, as they uh, normally are here with us. And, uh, Are there others? <coughs> well, remember all of the victims out in the area of the flooding of the Harvey and certainly uh, our nation, not only our nation's leaders, but world leaders as <coughs> tensions seem to be getting worse and worse and it's just like you got a powder keg left, ready to go off so we need to <coughs> Uh, pray for common sense uh, through all these different problems that we have shaping up. Anyone else? Any unspoken? Let's go to the Lord. Father, we thank you again today as we come into your house. As we come with a thankful heart, Father, also we have problems and burdens that just make us life difficult for us, but we know who to bring them to. And we lift them, Father, up into your care today. You know the names and you know the need that is opposite each name. So, Father, we're just lifting them up today. Knowing that you hear our prayer and that you answer each and every one according to your will and your time schedule. So, Father, again, we're just thankful that we have you to come to in these situations and times like this. <coughs> we ask that you would continue to uh, bless this church and this congregation. And be with us, Father, next Sunday as we gather for our homecoming with an opportunity to just gather and to renew old friendships. Maybe the ones who have, for whatever reason, moved out of our area and will be coming back home to just share their joys and the good times that they had within the walls of this church. 
I know there will be many stories, many things discussed next Sunday. And Father, we're looking forward to a wonderful day together to worship, to fellowship, and just be in your presence in your house. So bless our homecoming next week as our prayer today, Father. Be with us as we continue the activities of this church and the community and help us to reach out in the coming days as we have uh, activities planned and uh, just continue, Father, to bless us in your way. Now go with us through this service. Help us to understand what you're saying to us. And later on as we come to the take communion and observe the Lord's table, Father. May it be a reminder to us of all of the goodness and the joys and the blessings that you have given to us already. And the reminder that you're still not through with us, that you still have much more in store for us. And we're just thankful, Father, that you are there for us in these times and situations. These things we ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If our ushers at this time come forward. We'll receive our morning tithes and offerings. Our Heavenly Father, as we today gather in your house, and as we receive these tithes and offerings, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father, we're just thankful that we're able to help someone today who may be in need, because you have done so much to help us, and we give our thanks to you for this help. Now may we, in turn, through this offering that we are receiving today, show our love and concern for some person who may be in need today, that they would come to know that you and your son does love and care about And this congregation shares that same concern. So Father, we gladly give today out of thankfulness for everything you have done for us. Now may we have someone in need today through this offer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>
as we prepare later on to take communion and come to the Lord's table, I will take just a few moments to say a few words about what it means and how we respond to it. And I chose uh, for the scripture reading First uh, Peter chapter two, verses one, two, and three, and twenty-four and twenty-five. First Peter chapter two verses one, two, and three, and twenty-four and twenty-five. Verse one says, Wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. If so, be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. And then verse 24 and 25 says, Who his own self bear our sins and his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. The word of God for the people of God. As we look at the communion table, some call it the Lord's table, some communion, some denominations call it the Eucharist. Doesn't matter what you call it, it all means the same. As every first Sunday of the month, we observe communion, the Lord's table. Uh, it is calling out to us to be a living witness a living disciple in the life of Christ. We are being called by something that happened 2,000 years ago. When this man went to the cross for you and myself to carry our sins on his back in forgiveness to each one of us, so every time we observe communion, we are being called to a life consisting of faith, commitment, and service. Service to our Lord, service to our church, and service to our family. So it is a call that goes out. And we have received this call. And it doesn't matter whether we are a newborn Christian or a lifelong Christian. The call is the same. The expectations are the same. We are expected to act in the same manner as we go serving Christ. As we go representing this church, 
this congregation. Yes, it is a task that we accept. It is a task that we do. We do faithfully. And we do it because we love our Lord. We love our church. We love our fellow members here of this church. So we do it out of love. Now Peter says that we may be desiring the sincere word or milk, because he referred to it, of the word. What's he talking about here? The word or the milk, because he's talking about, simply means the word of God that we find before us every time we open the book. We have instructions. We have guidelines. We have information that is helpful to us. We have information that is needed, that is helpful. And so we, we turn to this milk, as Peter referred to it, the Word of God. And he made reference to new babes. <coughs> as we look at that reference or that comparison, we know that a newborn baby needs what? Tender love and care. Needs someone to take care of it. Someone to nurture it. Someone to sort of lead it on the way up. Well, doesn't a newborn Christian need that same? Once you come to accept Christ, you're beginning a growing stage. And I titled my message today, A Call to Spiritual Growth. And that's, what, that's the stage that we are in. It's a continuous period. It's a continuous growth. We never, never quit growing in our faith. Or we shouldn't. There's something different every day. I can almost assure you that the things that happen to us today, the things that we are confronted with today, tomorrow will be a whole different ball game. Things change from day to day. So we have to do what? We have to adapt to the changing world around us so that we're prepared not to be caught off guard or to be unprepared. If we have the Word of God at our disposal, then, you know, we've heard, how many times have we said, or you've heard someone say, all things are possible through God or through Jesus Christ. Do we believe that? Yes. And that's why we keep his word at hand. We keep his word nearby. Because there are things that we don't really understand. There are things that we don't really know how to approach. Thank goodness God knows. And he guides us and leads us. 
by somewhere in his word, we can find the answer. We, we can get the direction that we're seeking. So we are in a continuous spiritual growth. And it's something that we can't put aside. We have to make room for it in our lives. Now, he also told us that we were to avoid all, to lay aside, was his word, all malice, guile, hypocrisies, and evils, and evil speakings. Yes, we have to avoid those. Yes, we live in a world in which these things are unfortunately commonplace. We run into it every day. We run into sin every day. That's just how active the devil is. So even though he says we are to avoid or to lay aside, we can't avoid. But just because we come in contact with it doesn't mean we have to participate in it. That's what he means when he says to lay aside. Don't let the sinful things of this secular world get a hold of you and control your life. You control your own life according to the way God wants you to do it because you're using his word. You're using his way, not the ways of the world or the devil. So, yes, we have to be in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. And sometimes that's where we get trapped. Because the devil makes things look so good, so wonderful. And we ask, well, how can that hurt us? Well, one little sin, one little sin is all that it takes to get us out of grace with God. We have to, we have to come back asking him to forgive us. And yes, we do, as we've said many, many times. Even as a Christian, I don't care how devout we are. We slip up. We goof up from time to time. Because we're only human. We're not perfect. Never will be. Until we cross over into the heavenly home that God has prepared for us. Then we can start thinking about being without sin, without getting imperfections. But while here on this earth, we're contaminated, so to say, by our little slip-ups and misgivings that we don't do on purpose. But often we do it just through omission. Not knowing until we do it. And then that bell goes off in our head. And you know you've done something that you shouldn't have done. You know that you've got to come back to God and ask for his forgiveness. And that's what we're, we'll be doing here today. We're going to be remembering just what it was that 
God has done for us through his son. And that there is forgiveness. Because to look at it, there are, or there is, no limitation to the potential that you have. You can do anything you want to do through God helping you. The only person that can stymie you is who? You. You have control. You can do all you want to do. Likewise, you cannot do the things you need to do. So you are in control. But with God by your side, you can do any and all that you want to do. But if you don't have God with you, then that's when we sort of drift apart. That's when we sort of drift away. And we get on the wrong pathway. The pathway that's leading us away from God. A place where we want to be. We know, we know what we need to do. Sometimes in our weakness, we fail to do what needs to be done. So we need to ask God every day to give us that strength and that wisdom to overcome and to put down any, any and all things that the old world may throw at us. And as you can attest, the world throws everything, even the kitchen sink at you, trying to get you away from God. So it's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough road that we travel. But with God's help, there's no problem at all. We can make it. And that's the road that we're on today. And that's what we're coming today to remember. Just what? What we're thankful for. And so as we come to the table today, remembering that on the night that Jesus met with his disciples, he knew what lie. He knew that this was his time to be fulfilling his mission. So in preparing his disciples and us, even today, when he came into the upper room, as he took the bread and he blessed it, and as he broke the bread and gave thanks, he told his disciples, this is my body, which was broken for you. As often as you eat or take of this bread or body, all that I ask is just to remember what I did, what I have done, what I can do for you. I died for you. What more, what more can I do? I died. I took your sins. I wiped them all away. <coughs> 
Then when the meal was over, said he took the cup again as he blessed it. And in taking the cup and giving thanks, he told his disciples, this is my blood which was shed for you. Today, back then, tonight, he said, I give to you as a new way to handle your sins. It's a new remission for your sins. The old way is passed away. Now we're under the covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ. And again, all that I ask when you drink of this cup is just to remember what it was I did for you and to give thanks. And so today, just as 2,000 years ago, the call going out to you to come and remember what God has done for you through His Son. So would you come today as we give thanks and remember just what God has done for each one of us.
day for your son and for everything he has done for each one of us. Now as we turn to him each day for the strength and wisdom that we need to have just to live for him and to be his witness and his disciples. We just thank you, Father, for being with us each day. Continue to be with our loved ones who are sick. Continue to bless this church and this congregation. Especially being with us next Sunday, Father, as we reach out to our homecoming uh, people who may be coming back to renew old friendships and just to relive the days of this church and the years come back. So, Father, we just ask that you would bless us next Sunday as we gather for our homecoming. All these things we ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Anyone have anything that you'd like to say at this time? Yes. Be Well, she, she wants me to say it, but a couple of years ago, she had told everybody in church that she had accepted Christ into her heart and had been saved, and she um, told us this week that she wanted to be baptized. She hasn't, she hasn't worked up the courage to do that until just this past week, so. So, at this time, Kathleen, you'll come forward.